there, I'm Jade. And I'm Josh. And on this episode of Our Taste is Trash, we review the Hulu original, Fresh, discuss the female gaze in HBO's new show, Minx, and rate our favorite elevated horror movies. So remember to rate, review, and follow wherever you listen to podcasts. So stick around. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. And welcome into another episode of Our Taste is Trash. And uh, Jade, you know, I, I made a mistake. I thought the Oscars were last week. So uh, we were actually yes, right on yes. schedule. Like we yeah. knew what we were doing with our show last it's week. almost as if we planned it. Or but something. I don't remember any of our predictions. <laughs> we're going to have to write those down, put them up, you know, a day early. This will come out on Monday. We'll have to put them up on Sunday. So on the Facebook page and our other social media yeah, so yeah, that yeah. we can see how right. I'm going to say right that we are about our predictions <laughs> because, come on, we yeah. We, we know movies. Even the ones we haven't seen, we know movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, have you been... Uh, we watched uh, Windfall after the show yeah, we last did. week. Uh, I... It's really it good. Me. Yeah. yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's a very minimal cast, and I think it works super well. Jesse Plemons did a fantastic job in this. I think people forget that he's a really great actor sometimes because I think he's been typecasted since Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. Like, he's, he's, he's been, been the, the bad guy. Like yeah. And, like, not just the villain, but, like, the terrible, like, yeah. terrible villain. Although... I do love him in Game Night when he's the next door neighbor who's the cop. He keeps trying to get him. He's trying to get invited to Game Night. I forgot he was in that movie. Interesting. He's the uh, one that set up the whole entire plot. That might be it's the so o- that might be the only movie he plays something a little bit different because yeah. like in everything else he plays like a heavy villain role. Like, yeah, pretty much. Oh, for sure. I think this it's one, his eyebrows. He's. <laughs> I mean, this one he's not so much a villain as he is just a. He's dick. just an asshole. He's a dick. Although I feel like I really identified with things that he said in like as myself. Oh, yes, guys. <laughs> while we were watching Windfall, Josh's wife and I were like. Is Josh just not Jesse Plemons, like his character right now? Like, what are they not it? the same person? It was something because I was like, I was thinking it. It was the way he was like was negotiating the price when he like laughed at him for asking for one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and he's like, uh, okay, "Come on, no, come on, that's, if that's... you were a billionaire, would you not be insulted if someone was like, <laughs> uh, I need a hundred thousand dollars, or I'm not going to let you go?' I'd be like." <laughs> What are you going to do with a hundred thousand dollars? You can't start a new life with a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. No, no. <laughs> like gets him to go up to 500,000. Amazing. Well, Half no. a million. And then he goes, well, at one point, you know, it's uh, oh, Jason Siegel's character goes, oh, what was it? Five million. I want five million. He goes, he's like, you're just throwing numbers. numbers now yeah. you're just throwing numbers at me. Like he's just insulting the way the kidnapping is happening the whole time. And I was it's, like, yeah, I feel like same. Cause I mean, I think realistically, I mean, unless you're just like, I don't know. Maybe some gang. I don't know. But I feel like the average person is kidnapped. Like, it has to become not comfortable, but just like, like, odd. Awkward. Yeah. Or like, it has to be well, awkward at some especially point, the right? the way that he does it. It's not like he's like, has them tied up and duct taped and put in, you know, like, whatever. I mean, at one point he does tie him up. But like, initially, he's just sitting down talking to them. Yes, he has a gun. But at the same time, you're kind of like, okay, like. And he's wh- nervous. He doesn't know what's going on. Like, yeah. and I feel like that's probably like 90% of kidnappings. Like, yeah. no one really has a plan. They don't really know what the end game they kind of know have an idea well they're just hoping that nothing bad happens they just want the money but that's like you know you have to do what you have to do in the moment (laughs) and I love like after they get over the initial shock too I feel like this would be so me where he's like waving the gun around he's like dude can you just like not point point that at me me. That would be so mean. Like, he's like, do you know like, how to use that thing? You know how to use that? Like, because you're scaring me. Yeah. And he, well, he's like, he's like, please don't point that at my wife. If you're going to point at anyone, just point it at me. Because he's like, I'm afraid you're going to shoot someone accidentally. Like, 
You had to admit, you'd be a little condescending to a kidnapper after the initial shock, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, 100%. I feel like I would be kind of the way Lily Collins was in the very beginning as well. Like, <laughs> she she was seemed a li- annoyed the whole yes, time. Yes, she was annoyed. I mean, me, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, this like, is so fucking stupid. I have just, to go to work on Monday. Yeah, like, 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 I have things to do. Get your money. <laughs> get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Uh, but anyways, yeah, great movie, honestly. Oh, well, what else did you watch this week, Jade? <laughs> oh, my God. So I watched Deep Water with Ben Affleck. And- How was it? I, uh, uh, I've, I've seen it. It's been in my queue, and I've, I've oh been wanting God. to watch it. Is it? Oh, don't no, tell me. No, it's tell not me. great. It's it, it feels like Gone Girl, which Ben Affleck <sighs> was also in. It's just, it's like murder and sex, and she's supposed to be like cool girl, essentially. Uh, it's like the same shit. Haven't and we made this movie before? Exactly. It's Gone Girl, and he's <sighs> Mr cool husband who tries to play along with all the bullshit and you know it's his game they play with each other it's dumb anyways jesus um for shows though i did start the thing about pam starring renee zellweger and this oh. is based off of a true story that was done on dateline in a, a podcast of course um <laughs> about the murder of betsy faria and then the her best friend who was the key witness that got uh, Betsy's husband arrested for her murder. They believe Pam Hupp, so she's actually the real murderer. Ooh. And it's kind of how the how they figured out that Russ was innocent. And they found out Pam was the murderer, and it's really good. It's uh, would recommend definitely yeah. add to the list. Oh, for sure. It's got this like fun, campy feeling where this like narrator is like, "Oh, but Pamela, did she know?" <laughs> like it's oh my god. It's like kind of it's so it's like campy and funny and weird and um. I think Renee Zellweger does an incredible job. She's got all this like makeup on, prosthetics, uh, so she's like getting deep into character, and it's like Midwest. I always feel like Renee Zellweger gets a lot of shit for no reason. Like, yes, I, I don't know what. Like people like all the time. Like you'll bring her name up, and they're like, "Oh, she's a terrible actress," and I'm like, "She's really an incredible, incredible." Like, thank like, you, thank you, Josh. I, We're on the same page about you this. Know, she, I'll say this: she's the only reason that Cold Mountain is watchable. Oh my god! The yes. only reason, like. I, you can take Nicole Kidman out of the movie. I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't give was a fuck. it Bridget Jones? Do people just hate Bridget Jones so I think much? Pe- I think they people do. Hate Renee Zellweger. Yeah. Like, uh, that's that's the only thing. Same I can thing think about of. like you know you go way back you know with like Tom Cruise and and Jerry Maguire. Fucking great. Like yes. fucking amazing in that movie. All the Tom Cruise as a person is the worst. It is um, the absolute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I started another fun little show called Welcome to Flatch on Fox. This is the most random thing that I happened upon. It's like this mockumentary about uh, them basically filming what small town America is like. So they're in Flatch, Ohio. And it's so funny because we Ohio. just had a conversation, Josh, about small towns in Ohio because my family is from a small town in Ohio. Um, I don't. See, I've never been to Ohio, Jade, but I don't need to to know. I've been into plenty of states surrounding Ohio to know exactly what Ohio looks like, and I know it's the absolute fucking worst. Yeah, I mean, it's the absolute worst. so sorry to anyone yeah. listening who lives in Ohio. I'd rather go to Jersey, and I hate I, fucking Jersey. Yeah, like, but like, it's it. This is like weirdly hits a certain spot for me because my family's from Beaver. It's like population like 200. The Amish live there. And I like, can't talk because I'm from a town called Newfield. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So you know, and like um, I would go visit my family there all the time. So this feels so in that same vein. It's crazy. It's starring Aya Cash from You're the Worst and actually oh. Eddie Cantero from You're the Worst is also in it. Um, and then we have Sean William Scott. And then uh, some actors that I'm actually not familiar with. Uh, Holmes, Sam Straley. Um, Crystal Smith. 
I don't know who these people are. I'm so you sorry. know what's interesting is what I because I find myself doing this a lot now with straight to streaming movies and and newer shows. Mm-hmm. We're getting exposed to a lot of brand new actors that I'm it's kind of exciting. Excited. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I love it because <laughs> you know that doesn't happen in the Marvel movies. It doesn't happen. No. It, that's like a graduation. So like when you you know go to the theater. It's a slate of characters you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, literally, here's the A list. Here's the B list. They have to be a certain- They're everyone you're familiar with, you know? And yeah, it's exciting to kind of see new faces, bring different things to roles. Because sometimes you get a little tired of seeing the same people doing the same things over and over again. 100%. Um, But anyways, it's it's really cheeky. Like I said, it's it's mockumentary style. It follows these like two kids who are cousins. They're some like, there's only so many young people in town. And they kind of have no direction and they just kind of do these like dumb things. And the town of Sean William Scott is um, the the reverend or whatever, but they call him Father Joe. And then <laughs> Aya Cash, she runs the newspaper and she was actually dating Father Joe before she, like when they moved to the town together and he immediately breaks up with her. So there's this hilarious dynamic between the <laughs> two of them. But anyways, it's a good, uh, quick little 30 minute comedy. Nice. Yeah. I might check that out. I'm, I'm just impressed you're still watching network television. Like, that just impresses me because I, uh, between all my streaming platforms, I have no time for- Well, it's on Hulu because it's a Fox show. But yes, no, I know. You already said this before about me, like, taking chances on network shows I, on I take Hulu. zero chances. Like, that. that is, like, now the biggest turnoff for me because I'm always like, eh, like- Can it be good? Can it be good? Yeah, maybe I'll give it a shot. Maybe it'll bring me back. Movie review. First book. Anyway, let's take a, a first look at our movie this week, which is Fresh, that's also streaming on Hulu. Yeah. Jade, first thoughts, because this actually movie surprised me because I was, we've talked about it a lot. I didn't realize until we decided to do it, it was two hours, and I was yeah. like, ugh. Same. But it worked, I it, thought. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because they did something that was very interesting to me. They brought the credits, opening credits, and 30 minutes into the film. J- which sounds like it'd be terrible. So I wrote so much about this. Like, yeah. so we can talk more, we'll, more we'll after break. It, yeah. But like, I'm wondering, here's the question I wanted to pose about that. Is it is this something that might be a trend? Because I was like, it yeah. makes you watch the credits. Because now with the Netflixes, how many times do you watch the credits in the beginning? God, Never. no. Never. But d- skip. Yeah, painful. Skip. I'm like... Just Every time there's a skip button, I'm like... Skip. Skip. Like, yeah. Sometimes, like, now, like, you know, we talked about Peacemaker, where it was like, oh, the, the opening you credit watch the is intro? amazing. Yeah. But, like, I give every opening sequence one, and then I'm like... Like, Severance. That was boring. There's... Uh, Severance. It's 12 not, years long, and I skip yeah. it every time. Anything else that stuck out to you, just real quick, on the... Uh, on Fresh? Oh, my God. The way they lace humor into what is a very graphic, like, horror film uh, is... They did it well. It they was did. balanced very well. And and it's the humor in this movie is almost shocking because it yes. comes at the most inopportune it, oh times. God, yeah. And you're like, ah, I want to laugh, but you're uncomfortable laughing. Yes. It's a very okay, for those who are squeamish, this is not the movie for you. Oh. And like it's Josh, I am not a squeamish person, but there were moments in this movie where my skin was crawling. It, it was gross. It's terrifying. Like it's it's yeah. creepy in a way. I mean, there's literally I don't think any jump scares in this movie that I remember. No, it doesn't it's, rely on that. It's just it's a very calm, psychotic. Yes. Oh my god, what is happening? The calmness of it, I think is what is the most terrifying. The calmness of his attitude, yeah. of how easily this whole system is in place is probably the most terrifying part. It's fucking terrifying. But I want to talk about two watches, two things that we've been doing. And you've Ooh, talked about yes. this a lot. Severance. So finally, I know I think uh, we've talked about, you've talked about it for two or three shows now. Yes. 
this is recommend from both of us. If you're not, if you have Apple Plus or Apple TV Plus, yeah. and you're not watching Severance, you are missing out. And probably people are going to be. Best shows. Why are people not yeah. talking about the show? I why why have I not heard about the show? I think because people are catching up. I think it's going to get popular in about a month or two. It's start watching it now so you can be ahead of your coworkers, yeah. your friends, like yeah, everyone and else. You can talk down to them. This <laughs> show is a mind fuck. Like yes. we literally just before we started recording, finished the latest episode oh, of yeah. the show, and we're theorizing. Oh. There's so much to just to break down and discuss in this show that the psychology of all of it like what is happening how does this work like what is the purpose oh my god it's i still don't know like there's still parts that i don't understand i mean you know the whole i mean just to talk about really quick so i mean the whole premise again is in the show there are people that are working in this office building for it's lumen is the company yeah and they have their personality split by this device that have been in chip that's been implanted in their mm-hmm. head. So when they go down the elevator to work, it switches into what they call their innie, their, their yeah. inner work self. So they can't remember anything yes. about who they are outside of work. And same goes for the Audi. Like, so when they go back yeah. up into the elevator, they're switched and now they're the Audi and remember nothing from work. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's this weird thing of like, surface level it sounds like this would be great right like you go home you don't stress about anything that has to do with work because you literally don't even recall like what's happening work also can't even ask for anything of you outside of work because you don't even know what it is that you do so you're kind of like you just live this whole you pretty much like are living your life as if you never work at all it's crazy but then oh sorry no you know the strangest things because it was just in the last episode uh i don't think i'm giving too much away here but like when these folks retire they're given this, you know, party for themselves inside the office. And they, in one of the instances, they had the person record a video for themselves. Yeah. And they're going, oh, hey, I don't really know you. I don't even know you, the person that's in there. Yes. That's me. Yeah. I don't know any of my coworkers. Oh, I don't know. He's but like, like, I'll never forget you, but, but I don't actually you, know you. But I don't know you. And, and I, I'll never remember you when I retire. I was yes, like, it's weird. How crazy would that be? Yeah. Knowing, I'm assuming this is a 40 hour week job. Yeah. You know. Nine you probably don't take that many weeks off, you know, yeah. two or three weeks off a year. But that's a crazy thing, too, is, is so it, it seems nice because you have this break from work. But then when you're your work self, you feel like that's that's your entire life. You know, nothing outside of that. And not only that, but it's weird because you have to, you develop different relationships. So like they the, the very first episode. So I'm not giving much away. But basically, there's all this controversy in society about whether it's good to be severed or not. And they talk about a woman who got pregnant while at work Inside. Yeah, yeah because she was having an affair with a co-worker but little did she know she was married on the outside so it's this weird thing of like well what does that mean for consent and what does that mean for relationships because you don't know that you're married you don't know that you're having you, you have a different life you're two different people anyways we already this debate too because one of the characters obviously has at least leanings towards like this this homosexual relationship with a co-worker yeah and i was like oh my we were talking about this going yeah. uh I wonder if he's gay on the outside. Maybe he has a partner. Maybe he's closeted on yeah. the outside. Or maybe he's... There's bi- so many like, questions. Who knows? Yeah. Like, you don't... Because they don't even show you all the lives of these people on the outside. You just no. see a lot of them just inside the yes. office. So it One makes you question. Yeah. yeah. There's what? so many questions. Like, so many under... And, but at the same time, it, like, drives you to keep watching because you're just, like, you need to know, like, what is this all for? What does yeah. it mean? What is it... Where are we going? And I like seeing Patricia Car- Arquette and things. Like, it's always, like... I feel like she hasn't oh. done a ton of things recently. God. and. But 
everything she has been in, she's been good. phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Like really, really good. Yeah. Like, and I hope to see her in more stuff. But Same. the other show, oh, and oh. I was I was a little excited about this, Jade, because I started watching it, I feel like, before you, which is very rare. Like I don't I think we watched it the same time. I mean, maybe, uh, but I, I'll give you the first crack at this one. So, Minx, <laughs> what is your thought on, on the show? Oh, my God. Minx is like a breath of fresh air. I've been waiting for a show like this to come along for a little while now. It is fun, funny. It's clever. I think it shows, you know, female sexuality in a positive light. And it also touches on a lot of like gender equality issues at the same time. It's also kind of playing on it. I don't know. It, yes. Yeah. And it has, uh, what's his name from? Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. I always forget his name. From, I always uh, remember because Jack Johnson is like banana pancakes and he's Jake, Jake Johnson. That makes sense. But he's from uh, uh, New Girl. Uh, yeah. Yeah, is Nick, Nick. which uh, that's, I I think, uh, the only thing I know him from. And then where's the main actress from? She's, uh, her name is uh, Ophelia Lovabond. Is that her name? Um, apparently she was, uh, oh, she was Carina Car- in Guardians of the Galaxy. I forgot about that. Uh, That's where I know her face from, okay. I think. She's been in a couple of other things, uh, it looks like here. She has a couple of credits to her name, but uh, she's fantastic, like, in this role. And what I, I wanted to ask you about this, Jade. So, obviously, the whole Minx is about a magazine that's created that's originally supposed to be about woman women's empowerment and have all of these. <laughs> what was the original yes. title of the magazine? Uh, the Matriarchy, what, the Matriarchy Awakens, Awakens or something? And they're like, yeah. I love how literally everyone reads her articles and the original magazine. And they're like, why are you shouting at me? Why are the articles so angry, angry at me? Yeah. <laughs> why are they talking down to me? And then like people offer these other titles. And I'm like, oh, wow, those are good titles. And she's like, no, that's oh, not what we want this to be about. That <laughs> episode was fantastic. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's great because the whole premise is essentially she has been trying to get this magazine off the ground since she was like in the seventh grade. For like she, seven, eight years, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And she like, that's like, this is her baby. And she goes to this like pitch fest where she has a pitcher magazine. Of course, it's all like old men who were like white men old white men yeah <laughs> who were like feminism like we don't well, want to read about feminism also, I, I don't think we've said this it, this is set in the 70s so, yeah, so 70s, like yeah. so this is very it, much it, at the time of women's empowerment and like the like, feminist movement yeah and, exactly yeah. so like right on the cusp and um of course the only person that gives her the time of the day is jake johnson's character who owns a bunch of like <laughs> women's pornography magazines yes. like yeah and, like 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 c sheet like below penthouse and playboy yeah, like, yeah, like it's the like Lower, it's called Bottom Dollar is the name of this company. <laughs> and like it's literally a woman like with her breasts like just like laying out. Laying yeah. out, yeah. <laughs> like, um, like what is the name of one of them? It's like Mommy Milkers is like one of the names it's of the like magazine. Milk jugs or milk something jugs. or whatever. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It makes me think of like I think it's still like this today, but like the CD gas stations that you go into, and like there's that little section. Usually, it's either behind. Oh, back like, when where there the was video are. stores, and yeah. there used to be oh, like my God. the behind the curtain. Yes, the, yeah. Uh-huh. It reminds me of that. Like it literally reminds me of yeah. that kind of stuff. But now I want to ask you. You know, watching the show, Jade is the so it ends up making sense to be obviously a. a slash pornography for women because yeah, so it's, it's male, naked men. Yeah. There's a lot of dick in this show. But a lot a lot of peen. Is have they taken the female gaze into account when making this show? I think they have because I think they showcase like I think a great example is actually the the cover model who oh, she okay. 
you know, ends up kind of in a relationship with or, you know, whatever. And <laughs> we're just having fun. That's what she said. Yes, yes. having, he does not understand that. <laughs> but I think like when it comes to that, like the female gaze for me, you see that he treats her with respect. He constantly asks for her permission and for her consent. That is true. Yeah. And he very much like he praises her and he also like he like looks up to her in this way that like. I think that's that is what women like to see is attractive. Like, yes, not only a physically attractive man, but because he is honest and caring and kind. You know what it was? You know what I thought the interesting power dynamic between um, what is the uh, main actress's name? What I, I it doesn't recall. I know Jack Johnson's character. He's like the, it's, the pornographer. Um, Joyce. So Joyce and and Jack Johnson's character. Jake Johnson. Jake, Jake Johnson. Dang it, Jake. He plays Doug. <laughs> uh, but he's Doug. Yes, they're um, you know. There's an instance where she's trying to get her first edition published, and she's having a lot of issues with the articles. Like they get raided at one point, mm-hmm. and so she gets her production pushed up a week, and she keeps going back to Doug, going, "Hey, I need this, I need this," and he every time is like, "I put you in charge. You are the leader. Fucking figure it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. you wanted this. I gave it to you. I believed in you. Yeah. You now need to you take have responsibility. To, yeah. I was like, that's interesting. Like, she's the one, you know, as this female empowerment person, that's how she sees herself, yeah. is always going back to this man to get advice. And he's like, don't come to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. You are, I put Which you in the position of power. I appreciate it. Out. Because yeah. she does. She kind of louds herself as being like, oh, you know, I'm on the forefront of the yeah. changing feminist movement. But then when, she actually gets the power that she's been asking for. She doesn't really know what to do with it. So it's a, it's an interesting take. And also, I do like the fact that there are so many penises, not because I like looking at penises. <laughs> but... The dick game? The fucking dick game killed me. I would me. play that. Oh, my God. The Girl Scouts. I'm like, is it, this is hard. hard. Is this right? And I was yeah. like... Do you have the answer key? <laughs> Incredible. Um, watch it and you'll be able to laugh along with us. Yes. But, uh, yeah, but no, but I, I hope it's a running joke for the entire season. Same. I hope it's a- <laughs> What I appreciate, though, is like there's so much female nudity in shows. Like every show has female nudity. And I'm we not talked even... about Sydney Sweetie uh, ad nauseum in this uh, show. I would say especially you. Um, <laughs> but I mean, that's an example. Like, but, I mean, Euphoria, you can't talk about that show without talking about female nudity. Yeah, and that's the thing. And it's not even like tits and ass, which is the main thing. That's a lot of your standard what yeah. goes in TV. But like cable shows and streaming shows, there's even vagina everywhere. And I feel True. like there's not enough penis. And I'm like, <laughs> and I get it. It's not pretty. Sorry. I really feel like that's been like, you know, maybe with uh, Game of Thrones especially and Hung maybe. Like, I feel like it's been Ugh. HBO's really MO for the past maybe five years because uh, they've Blood gone heavy into... Also... Oh, that's right. Holy yeah. shit. I forgot about that. God. I feel like they've really gone heavy into the male nudity. Like, I feel like... There's somebody in there that's like, we need we more, need more dick. dick. Like, like <laughs> I feel like, like it's like, um, I feel like there's like a checklist for shows when you get approved by HBO. They're uh, like, um, does it have a lot of gratuitous violence? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Check. Okay. That's one. Yep. Does it have like a tease of female sexuality? And they're like, well, yeah, we, we got some attractive women. Like, okay. How much full frontal male nudity yeah, is yeah. there? And you're like, well, I, I wasn't None, planning. But... Ooh, mm, you can't get the green light. Have to pass. <laughs> God. No, but it, it's, yeah, this is, this is a fun show. Like it's it good. just, it feels like old HBO in terms of like the level that they're able to bring. It does. Like every, there hasn't been, like if we talk about that taking two or sometimes three episodes to get into a show, like to really give it a chance. I was hooked from episode one. Like we randomly, we saw this come up on my wife and I on HBO max. And I was like, 
let's watch this. It looks really funny. And first episode, I was like, yes, let's keep watching. And I was just, they're releasing it in two episode batches. And I'm like, yes. I want more. I want more. I want this I know. whole show. After I watched like the two new episodes, I'm like, oh, where's, where's, where's the, the rest? I want to binge it. <laughs> oh my God. So we'll talk about this more for sure. But uh, well, you know, let's take a little break and then we'll come back and give our review of Fresh. That's on Hulu. Hulu. Our feature presentation. What's his Instagram? I want to stalk a little bit. Just have one. Say what? Yeah. Oh no, see, that's that's shady. Let's play a game. Tell me something you don't want me to know. I hate this. Okay. <laughs> we all our hopes in finding happiness through someone else. Yeah. Girl, you are all digmatized and I haven't even seen this dude. What's going on? I'm gonna tell you, but you're gonna freak out. No, this isn't happening. Yeah, it's happening. No games. Know what you wanted? And our movie this week is Fresh on Hulu streaming right now. And I think this is a, a Hulu, Hulu original. original. Yeah, yeah, which is odd that uh, I feel like we're really into Hulu recently. We've done several movies now. I think they're finally getting their shit together and releasing good content. It's still hard to find. Like, it, it's I still mean, not easy. Like, Well, their, U- your, their UX is god-awful. You know one of the things that really annoys me, and I, we've talked about this, but it's... I started watching on one night the first maybe 20 minutes of Fresh, mm, and yes. then I finished the rest of it the next day, and I had to go search for it. It wasn't like in a recently watched. Yes, they don't have that. Where it's, is that? If it's not in your list, it, like, it doesn't really appear immediately. It's, like Even HBO has that. You know what I mean? And like, the other thing, too, is once you add something to your list, it's impossible to get it out. Oh, my God. Not only that, but have you experienced this, Josh, where – because Hulu likes to tell you how many episodes (gasps) that you haven't watched. I will have watched – entire seasons of a show yes. and then out of nowhere it would be like 89 episodes unwatched I and I'm like, like I watched all of those and I'll go in and it shows there's a bar that shows I watched them yes. all and I'm like what the fuck I, it does that to me we have Handmaid's Tale in here I've watched the entire oh every season every episode Josh, of Handmaid's Tale and they're like everything nope. yeah, yeah it's it's the worst and I'm like I don't I don't understand they need an overhaul dude I just need to jump right in here so like obviously <clears throat> well not obviously because I don't know if anyone out there's watched it but the first 30 minutes is essentially about the a woman's perspective of current day dating. Yeah. Like that's what the I whole commentary. The whole movie is, yeah. Well, the whole, I, I would agree with you, but yeah. like the first, it's really heavy in the first because yes. there's a shift yeah. that happens after the first 30 minutes of the oh, film. yeah. Really big, but the first date that she goes on, I, I have oh, so many notes yes. from that. I mean, first off. I do too. I love that the guy's name is Chad. Like of that course it, yes. Just set, that just set everything yeah. off for me. But what was your biggest red flag from the minute that you saw this date? Oh, my God. So the second she walks in and that man is wearing like a scarf, like a, <laughs> like a theater style scarf. And I so, was like, red flag, red flag. He's wearing a fucking scarf. His name is Chad. So his name is Chad. And, and the main protagonist, her name is Noah, Noah. right? And it's N-O-A, right? Ugh. Which is just, I, I mean. I have issues with that. Sorry. And the actress is Daisy Edgar Jones. I feel like I've seen her in something. She was also in another Hulu original show, Normal People, based off the book by Sally Rooney. She's Irish. Interesting. I think I've probably then just seen her scrolling through Hulu, because I definitely haven't watched that show. Yeah, they promoted the shit out of it at the time. That's probably why I saw it. And then, of course... The the other person we'll talk about later, her second date 
person is named Steve, who's <laughs> Sebastian Stan, right? Yes. From uh, Winter Soldier is he's Winter Soldier, his best and then of course he's doing Tommy and Pam, which is also another Hulu original, which oh. is why I think Hulu got these two actors. That makes it. I, I I did think it was interesting. His name was Steve, and I was like, is that kind of a poke at at Marvel, maybe? But maybe I'm just reading too far into that. I think Steve's just like a just a generic classic, white man yeah, name. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Steve. I think Steve is like the new John, like for our generation. Like yeah, you know? I grew up with like 20 Stevens. You got to yeah. call them all by their last names. Oh, yeah. Steven is a red flag. Like if someone's <laughs> like, my name is Steven, I would, I feel like I would be like, no. Yeah. But what young person calls themselves Steve? That's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's this. <laughs> My favorite part about this date, too, is the scarf that you identified. Yeah. He, they're at a Chinese restaurant and he like gets some sauce or something on it or dips it in something. And he's like, Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, this is a. It looked like a fucking like twenty dollars. These are like cashmere or something. Fucking. But stupid. he's like he like goes to the waitress who is you know Chinese. She yeah. looks like, and he's like, uh, can I get some sparkling water? Uh, bubbles. 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 Do you know bubbles water? You know, he's like, I don't think she speaks English. And he's just looking at like looking at him like a diner waitress would look at you like you're like a fucking you're, idiot. Yeah, fucking like, asshole. Like, <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> But then, like, she, like, makes eye one. contact to Noah, and Noah? she's, like... <laughs> she's, like, uh, and they're, yeah. yes, I know. Like, yeah. I, and, and, and you gotta tell me, I, I don't want to spend too much time, because we have a lot to get through, but, like, I have to ask, as, you know, I know you're still actively dating, Jade. Does this shit happen? Because here, here's a series of events. Let me just break it down for the, the listeners here. They have a date. Mm-hmm. He immediately... As they're wrapping it up, is, like, okay, we're splitting this. Yeah. Well, Did pre- you bring cash? Pre-date. Pre-date, he texts her and says, this place is cash only. So bring cash. Yeah, basically saying, you're going to be paying for yourself. He then takes all the leftovers, pretty much. Yeah. And then says, oh, you can take a couple bucks off the tip, just leave the rest of the money. And I was like, "Yeah, this is, does this happen? Like, is this is this something that happens, Shane, <laughs> like, in real life? I've never had anything that bad. I mean, I've heard some horror stories from my friends. I think I've kind of missed a lot of these scary ones but or like just weird fucking guys i think the worst that had happened to me was i went on a date with this guy at a fly bar which is known for their truffle mac and cheese and by the way it's like a side item or like an appetizer it's technically not basically a a fucking meal no but no but like it's like listed as like an app or like a side item so sure you think it's a pretty small thing right like you don't think of it as shareable yeah josh it I, when I order it, it's not terrible. No. Well, that's where I'm going. <laughs> oh, no. Because we order cocktails. Oh. I order myself the truffle mac and cheese. Oh, This dude. man goes, when the, when the server turns to him and says, and for you, he is, we'll share. <laughs> that's bold. Had, My, he, wait, had he never been to Fly Bar before? I honestly... I was just so shocked. But, but to, to assume that you would to share. To assume yeah. that I would share my food. I don't even like sharing with appetizer my Appetizer level food. Or sorry. It's actually, I think it is listed as a side. Yeah. And just assume. And it's also our first date. We're going to share. Who the fuck are you? Who like, are you? Like, you know what immediately came into my mind there? Is straight to jail. Straight, straight, straight to, to jail. jail. Straight to jail. That's how I felt. You should have seen my eyeballs. I was like, is this man for real? And then I was like, let me not be aggressive on this date. And you know, I should have because by the end, all red flags. See, I feel honestly, I'm not, I don't see myself as someone who did, oh, I did okay in dating, you know, like online with, with Tinder and everything sure. like that. But like, there just were some very simple rules that I thought made sense that like to some women, 
I had comments where they're like, this is shocking. Like, Jay, a clean room. I would bring girls back and they're like, wow, your room's so clean. And I'm like, oh. I, I'm like, I knew I might bring a woman Josh, back. So the amount like, of times I've been to a man's place and he has one pillow on his what? bed. One pillow. Who does that? I feel like that's only <laughs> forgivable. We're gonna talk about this. we're gonna take this whole show and just talk about dating. But like yeah. I feel like it's only forgivable if you're below the age of like twenty three. Yeah, when you're in college. Yeah, when you're like in college or yeah. transitioning out of college. Yeah. But like if you're in your thirties and you have one pillow on your bed, unacceptable. Straight to jail. Absolutely not. Straight to jail. That's an immediate like <laughs> I mean, everything's all, closed up, I'm ready the, to go. It's the simplest thing. Like all you literally have to do is go to Literally any place that pillows sells are so a cheap. set, they're like ten dollars. And Amazon, you just you order the fucking six piece set, and it has four pillows, and you just go like, okay, throw this on the bed, and it looks great. Done. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's tragic. Men don't even have real furniture half the time. I mean, like their living I rooms mean, have like a gaming I, chair. I would be guilty of that if I lived by myself. I would have like a chair and maybe a couch, and Jesus like that's Christ, it. Like, it's... and I'm totally happy with that. I don't need like furniture. No, bed frames overrated. <laughs> Not mattress on the floor. That is that is unacceptable. Oh my god, That's I was literally about to be like no bed on the floor. See, I used to just get you know what I used to get, Jade? Just like but, the Are you talking about the box spring? Just like the box spring. Jesus and the, Christ. No, no, no. And you get the you get the small bed frame that doesn't like the cheap metal one yeah. that has like a riser. Totally fine. No, oh my god. Totally fine, Jade. I can't no. totally fine. It's totally fine. You know, if but you're, not mattress on the floor. If mattress you're a man that has for, a real fucking bed with like real bed sheets and pillows, let me know. You're already winning. Because right? you're above, you're ahead, of the game. you're ahead of the game. The bar is so low; it's it's amazing. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I want to move on to this next thing. So this is what we're talking about dating. Yes. Right. So we move past Chad in this movie, and we get to Steve. Yes. And this brings me to my next question. So she meets Steve in the grocery store, mm-hmm. and after her terrible date with Chad, essentially, or the day after, something yeah. like that. When is it, Jade, acceptable to approach a woman? Because, like, I feel like in a bar, that's cut as much as you want to admit or not. There's an expectation. There's an expectation. Like, even if you're with friends, even if whatever, like, you're having a couple drinks, it's easier in that situation sometimes. Yeah. It's like, I always hear these things where they're like, I was never this bold. Like, where it was like, oh, in a grocery store, approach a woman, or in the library, or in the, you know, and I'm like... God, I wish a man would ask me out at a bookstore. Really? Oh, like, God. But, like, I, I've been asked out at Target. Here's here's my question, though, Jade. When is it... Where's the line between creepy when someone's approaching you in public like that, and like, oh, this is okay? Like, is it... I mean, their attractiveness level? Is it their personality? Is it the way they do it? Like... Where is that line? It's more about self-awareness. I feel like when a guy is self-aware of, one, how a woman is, like, interacting with him and, like, reacting to what he's saying, and then, two, like, being obvious in the fact that it's like, hey, like, I am hitting on you and asking you out. Like, it's when they're trying to be, like, coy about it that starts to be weird because it's almost like they're trying to trick you and you're like why are you trying to trick me like i think we both know what's happening here like we're both adults you know like like i like when i got approached at target this guy one time we were in an aisle with like decor and shit and he was like hey uh because he looked at my cart and he was like you have like cool stuff in your cart seems like you have like good taste like can you help me pick something out and i was like yeah sure so i'm like helping him pick something out and then he starts like you know casually talking to me like oh it's like what do you do like do you live around here yada yada all these like, questions and i wasn't into him but like as soon as he picked up on that vibe that yeah. i was like i didn't want to continue the conversation he was like well thanks so much and you know see you around and like left like and then to me i didn't see that as like creepy or weird if he would have kept going and pushing to try to get more information out of me or try to like continue the conversation past that that's when it's like you're moving into like the creep zone and it's mm. kind of like hey 
dude, clearly, you know, like, I'm not into this. Like, and it's fine. His opener was fine. I think it was fine to be like, oh, hey, like, can you help me pick up some decor? But, like, if I, at that point, if I wasn't into it past that, I could be even like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm, I'm just kind of, you know, yeah. I'm in and out. And then you just go, okay, and move on. Like I think that's the I think that's the thing that really just sets it apart. You just gotta know when to take your. Dude, it's kind of like, it's kind of like networking. Like you have to know when to end the conversation. Yes. Like that's the most. Yeah. I was just at a networking event this last week, and like I felt good for the first time since like COVID, where like I would get into a conversation, and then like as I was feeling the descent, I was like, and it was great to and, meet you. Yes, and you got to like, dip. And you just you, dip. Go. you just fucking yeah. go. No, I think no, I think they did a really good job in this with um. Steve with the cotton candy grape opener. I was like, that's a great, I, it's great. I would have, I would have been into that too. I'd have been like, oh my God, yeah. You like, no, is he hot? He's got cotton candy grapes. He's talking about his mom and his sister. It helps when you're attractive to approach women in oh, a grocery absolutely. store. Like, I'm so I mean, sorry. you can't it, just it be, a, you can't be just a mediocre guy being like, I'm going to, I'm going to do a cotton candy opener and yeah. it's going to be But honestly, great. though, you can't be too hot. Because then yeah. it's like, you look a little cocky. Why aren't you married? <laughs> What's wrong with you? No, but it's like that thing of just like, you know, you don't want to come off as like arrogant. Like, oh, I'm so hot. So I can easily get away. I don't know. It's a, it's dance. It's a dance, guys. So anyway, Steve does get her number. Gets Noah's Obviously, number. Yeah. And uh, I love how he like thinks he fucks it up. And he like turns around. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and, and just this ask is, for your yeah. number. Yeah, and just she's go like, for it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll give this a chance, you know. <laughs> One of my favorite things. So. At, shortly after this, we're introduced to Noah's friend, uh, like best friend, Molly, mm-hmm. who's, by the way, not utilized enough in this movie. That's my only God, complaint. She's fantastic. And she, literally amazing every time that she's uh, on screen. I, I, but yeah. first, the first thing, like one of the first things that I wrote down about her is, you know, obviously Noah starts talking about, you know, the Steve, this guy she met, you know, they went on this great date, like all this other things. And she's like, oh, what's his Instagram? Molly's like, what's his Instagram? Yeah, so like, what are his socials? Oh, he doesn't have that. Yeah, he's on but, social media. She immediately, she immediately goes, mm, I don't like that. She and I was says like, red Molly, flag. And yes. I was like, I, I wrote that in my notes too. And I was like, which Jake. I mean, I knew what this movie is about. But still, I was like, when you're dating, that's a red but flag. There's a lot of there's a lot of social media out there now. Like, you know, there's TikTok, there's Snapchat, there's Instagram. There's something though. But like, it's a red flag. Like, I can even accept that you don't have a Facebook. There's a lot of people getting off Facebook sure, now. But whatever. like, if someone Instagram, that is a... If you're 30 no, no. and you don't have an Instagram, I'm fine. If you have like a Twitter or a Snapchat, sure. okay, Twitter, yeah, or like sure. something, you know, or I feel like Twitter or Instagram, like if you don't have a Snapchat, okay, like if you don't have a, a TikTok, TikTok, okay, whatever. but like if you don't have like Instagram, come on, everyone takes pictures, everyone, yeah. thinks even if it's like an account that you don't even really use, but there's a couple photos of you and you just like follow your family, like just to know that you're a real person. Yeah, because oh, of this shit. Oh, hundred oh, percent. And then I love when they're like, oh, and and then she follows up with, oh, and I'm going away with him this weekend. She's like. Yeah. I don't like that for you. And I was like, yes, yes. Molly. Like she, she has, knows. She yeah, knows all what's the bad up. vibes. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I love the term she used. Like Which I wrote I wrote Molly having bad vibes yeah. about going away for the weekend. I love the term that, that Molly uses. She's like, girl, you're you're digmatized. And I was like <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that just like that yeah. just fucking sent me. I feel like, that. I think my first weekend away with a guy was like two or three months into a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And it was to Orlando. That even two or three months seems sometimes like very sudden, like, you know, because you're like, I'm now having to not just like be able to leave. Like if you haven't been spending a lot of time like overnight, like just being like, this is it can be intense. Like it can be really intense. And you're like, "Mm," and you feel could feel trapped sometimes. Like this was a mistake. I've done that. I've done that before. I got season passes to Universal Studios out of it. Both two different guys. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) I'm just 
conning men into getting me year passes. I've never gotten year passes to Jesus. I don't know how it happened twice. I think they do tips from you. Josh, listen. Just be a woman. Tell my wife, just be a woman. Step one. But then, like, we talked a little bit about this. After we get past the dating sequences and everything else like that, we'll we'll pause on on him going away with her for a minute, Noah going away with Steve. But, like, this whole opening title sequence it just comes out of nowhere yeah is this gonna be a new trend maybe in like movies because of netflix i I can kind of almost see it and it's not even so much like i don't see it so much as forcing viewers to view the credit sequence but almost as a way of breaking up your acts in a film now where like i like it i i enjoyed it too it was really good i think it gave us this a clear line of here's act one, we're setting everything up where act two is going to be the rising action. And then like act three is the falling action to the climax or yeah. like, you know, whatever. Like it's, it's, I don't know. It's like, it, it was works. a nice pause for me because yeah. like, like this movie, exactly. Like you said, you could almost see the acts in this, which I, sometimes it can be annoying in movies, but this was actually very interesting because yeah. that was the last time you were happy in this movie. Like, right. like you yeah. got to see these, very this terrible clearly... date. You got to see a great date. Oh, and then <laughs> one thing, I, I have to bring this up before we move on. She gets another text from this dating app that she's on in between her dates. Oh my and it's God. this guy that seems totally innocent. And he's like, oh, hey, like they're talking about dogs or something. And then he's yeah, like, yeah, she's like, what's the name of your dog? And then he's like, oh, he's it's... like, what are you wearing? What are you something? And he's like, and dick pic. And, and dick I'm pic, like, yeah. this, does this still happen in this day and age? Like, are, are guys still doing this? I don't know. I've never been sent to dick pic. Really? Yeah. Actually, that's kind of surprising. Not unsolicited. I mean, I should say unsolicited. Uh, un- Preface unsolicited. unsolicited. <laughs> I feel like that's just a thing that happens. Like the amount of girls I used to talk to who would no. just get those. Who's doing this? Like again, I don't know how I've like lucked out in these ways because I always thought it was just going to happen eventually, and it never has. And I don't know if it's like, am I just putting something out in the universe that's like, please don't do this? <laughs> I don't know. But... I feel like almost every girl puts out <laughs> that vibe, right? Like, I mean, I've never had. One, I've never met a woman who's like, you know what? I really enjoy to just get random pictures of dicks. Yeah. All of the time. I've never heard one woman say that. Yeah. It's a, it's a rare day if a woman actually enjoys unsolicited dick yeah. pics. I mean. If you are one of those women, please let me know. <laughs> Who are you? I want to like, talk to you. <laughs> I don't even know if some of these men, because like, I've never met, I mean, I maybe there is some that I don't know, they just don't talk about it, but like, I don't understand as a man who is like, you know what? This is this is gonna do. Yes, it. this, this is, gonna, is gonna put it gonna, over the top. Yeah. Like this is gonna make her want to sleep with me. Yeah, it's it's odd. Like, it's, why do men think that the penis is the is the gateway? It's not. It's not. It's really not. It's not. It's like, like mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on. So the meat of this movie, literally the meat of this movie. <laughs> Pun intended. But this is if if you don't know because we didn't really do a a you know synopsis. This is essentially a cannibalism movie. Like yes, this this is where the movie takes a turn after the title sequence. It is terrifying. Yes. Well, the it conversation immediately that starts giving you creepy vibes. So if you didn't know the premise going into this, there's clearly a shift. Like so, they start driving out to the middle of the country, and as Noah's like trying to text Molly about where they're going, there's no signal. Which immediately yeah. I was like, well, that's a red flag. <laughs> no too. Instagram, no signal. Yeah. Going away after like a week, like... And you had not even a chance to tell your friend where you were going. Yeah. I didn't even know his last name. Yes. Well, and then here's the other thing is he says, which uh, this this immediately would have made me hesitate when he was like, oh, we're actually not leaving today because there's going to be traffic. So I figured we'd go to my place first and leave first thing in the morning. And I was like... And Jade, there was no traffic on the road. 
Josh, the whole time, the whole time there was no, there not lives, one car. Also, I was like, he lives in the middle of fucking nowhere, girlfriend. Why yeah. is he driving so? Why, why was he grocery shopping near you? Yeah. If he lives so fucking, so far, fucking away. far away, it, that's that's on. what I'm saying. I was like, this would have given me heebie-jeebies immediately. The, this conversation, I mean, there's a bunch of creepy things that happens, but the conversation that happens right after this, like, so he drugs her. So yes. th- immediately when she took that sip of the drink before it even became apparent, I was like, oh no. Well, she's like, oh, what's no. in here? And then she keeps guessing and, and she's like, nectarine. He's like, and he like laughs. He's like, yeah, nectarine. So she and I was pa- like, oh, you fucking drug her. Oh, it's great. Oh. So she passes out. He chains her up in the basement. And of course, the first thing her mind jumps to is like, he's going to rape me. And he's like, I look, that was the creepiest response. He's like, no, I'm not. Stop. Yeah. No, I'm not going to rape. No, I'm not going to rape you. And she's like, what are you going to do? And he's like, you're going to you're going to overreact and you're going to freak out when I tell you. <laughs> and I was like, God, oh, damn my it. God. If, oh, my God. If a man spoke to me in that way while I was chained up in a fucking basement as if like I'm this dramatic woman. So not only I feel if, like he was talking to a child. Like he was saying, like, he's talking Josh, to a fucking not child. Not only am I kidnapped, but now he's being yeah. fucking patronizing. Yes. I literally, oh, I would have lost it. And then, and then, like, after she has a little freak out, then he goes, oh, I am I sell meat. Yeah. I'm going to sell off pieces Hair of your and body. parts, yeah. And she's like, what? She's like, I was like, that's worse, right? Like, as, as a woman, that's worse. Like, it, if someone calmly told me worse, that I, they I were think. going to sell off pieces of my body yes. until I died. different. If he were to be like, I'm going to kill you and then and then sell your parts, I'd that's be like, fine. at least, whatever, I'm whatever, dead. I'm dead. But like slowly, little by little, just taking bits of your body off. <laughs> God. Yeah. But again, here's where Molly's the fucking hero. The fucking hero. So yes. like. Oh, I have this all in oh, I, I, I'll let you take Leah's because like. Yes. She does exactly what I think every person. If you're not doing this, I'm this person, Jade. I know you are. Like yeah. your friends not responding to you and there's you already have the yeah. red flags. Like you go to you go to fucking investigator yes. mode, right? I'm a I'm a vibes person, and I can fucking feel this shit like within an inch of my life. If something's <laughs> off, like I I can, and like so this is what cracks me up, and also what it feels so accurate to this movie, where I'm like, finally, you realize we live in a fucking digital age of shit yes. that we have access to. So Molly, of course. It's been like a day or two. She can't get a hold of Noah after she said that she was leaving with him for the weekend. So she's like calling her and she's like leaving these voicemails like, hey, I haven't heard from you. Can you call me back? Like, what's the deal with this Steve guy? So then I think Steve, trying to be fucking clever, starts responding to her with texts. And he's like, oh, we're in Cottage Grove. Like, and he sends this picture of like a waterfall. And yeah. It's so beautiful. And she's kind of like, okay, weird, weird whatever. Yeah. And then... I think, like, a little while later, like, because she's still not fucking responding. So then she, like, starts, you see her Googling his name. She's, like, Steve, whatever, like, plastic surgeon. And she's not getting any results. And then she ends up, like, she's, like, oh, and then when she sends another text message, like, hey, like, can you send me more pics, like, or whatever, like, of Cottage Grove? And then when Steve responds with, he's basically, like, Oh, actually, I want to. It's so beautiful up here. I want to take a technology break. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding nope. me? A technology break? No. Nope. Immediate red flag. Yeah. That's obviously Molly's like, okay, that's weird. And her, like, the last response was a heart emoji, which, like, emojis are very personal. Yes. And you know your, your, your friend or your family's, like, emoji language. <laughs> it sounds so stupid, but, you know, it's like, it's true. you do, like, you get to know that. And so it's like, obviously this sets off like alarm bells. So of course, what does she do? She reverse Google image searches, the waterfall. Which, thank you, Jade. Like that was yes. like, I, before, right before she did it, I was like, 
she, you need to reverse image. It's that's a, a fake photo. A it looks like a sock fucking photo. photo. And then, like, she just, I'm like, Especially yes, when you're not you. in it. That's the thing yes. that gets me. It's like, nowadays, you usually. Especially should... as a woman. Yes. They're always in it. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, not, not I don't me, want to be that. But... I said, now I said, now I sound like the, the white guy with a podcasting <laughs> microphone, don't I? Like, like, Misogynist. Next, I'm going to be talking about like. <laughs> yeah. But no, but like, but for real though, like typically if you were there, you would take a photo of you and him and yes. then send it to your friend. But or yeah, just so, you, or just you. I mean, they've only uh, been yeah. on like. So two she days. like reverse image searches, and of course, it's like a stock photo from like the travel website, and so yeah. now she's like red flag, red flags, which um. Also, in between all of this, we find out that Noah is not the only one down. Oh, there's like three people there's there. There's two other girls. Yeah. So she meets Penny um, and another girl, Melissa. And Melissa has been down there longer. So more parts of her have been taken off. <laughs> so, and I mean, and this is just a whole creepy premise. Like literally, we see these sequences of like Steve, like at one point taking a leg that's like being yes. cured like a fucking Parma like ham. ham. And he's like and he's shaving just pieces shaving off. Shaving like prosciutto cash- pieces yes. off of this and eating it casually. Casually eating it. There was a whole fucking risky business moment where he like slides into the scene mm. playing like music and he's like dancing around his like living room as he's preparing human meat. Well, and then at one point she tries this half-assed. Oh my God. Noah tries this half-assed <sighs> escape. She's like, I have to go to the bathroom or take a shower or something. And she tells him she has to take a shower. And he's like, okay. And like totally fucks it up. And then to, to punish Josh. her. I was like, oh, he's going to cut off. I was thinking like, you know, a hostile. I was like, he's going to cut off her feet. He's going to cut one of her tendons. Like, he cuts off her, her ass. ass. Like, literally both. This is going to make me, again, sound like a terrible person. <laughs> Man, especially. But like, that was a lot of meat that they showed coming off her well, ass. Okay. And she has no, a but very I had the same complaint because Daisy Edgar Jones has a very petite butt and it's almost not there. Like, yeah. I mean. So, but the thing is, is they show all these scenes after and I'm like, it seems like it, this just has the same ass. How would you know? It doesn't. How would you, <laughs> how would you know? That's what I'm saying. It's, it's not even like they did anything to make it seem even more obvious that her whole ass has no. been taken off. It's like, it just seems like she has a kind of a naturally flat butt. And I was like, I. It is weird choice. Yeah, weird. I, it was odd. I mean, and, I guess it was just supposed to be shocking, maybe. I think it was, but it, it, nothing pissed me off more than that scene because at one point she's literally walking behind him and her wrists are chained together. And I'm like, loop your fucking arms around fucking, his head and choke him out. Fucking Princess Leia. She, like, you yeah. know what she does, Josh? She tries to trip him. Yeah. She trips him. Oh, oh, oh. And she fucks up, obviously. You're, that's how you're going to get away. You tripped him. <laughs> it's. It Jesus was dumb. Christ. It was fucking stupid. Sorry. But, not, not to demean a, a woman in trouble, and that was the first thing she thought of, but, I mean, come on. Yeah, it just was, I mean, like, she'd already calmed down by that point, already had a couple of days under her belt, so, like, she could have, fig- you something know, I mean, like, yeah, like, you know, kind of figured something out, but, uh, you know, Molly continues searching for Noah. We, we keep seeing her, and, like, this is where Molly fucks up. So she finds the house. She does, you know, does exactly what any of us would do. Like, yeah, found, you know, researched this. Yeah. Really found the well, person. She went to. She used to sleep with the bartender that served them on yes. their first date, and then she got his information. Found out that he, his real name was Brendan Kemp, and he's married with kids. And has a house in Ontario. Well, so she goes to the house, meets the wife. You know, the wife seems sympathetic, and then he shows up. She confronts him a little bit and then is about to leave. And this is where she mistakes. This is the, the only time I think Molly really fucks up. And she dials Noah's phone. Yeah. 
and it rings and it's in his pocket right and before she's about to walk right before she walks out the door she turns around and i'm like oh no the wife's in on it yep. i know the wife's in on it and she smashes overhead and they take molly away like yeah. gone yeah. but uh, what do you think about the ending of this like how, how do you like how it all culminates like at the end as the as everything kind of falls apart for steve so i i find it interesting because obviously the way noah gets out of this is very i think classic it's she plays on his attraction to her and basically gets him to kind of trust her and take her on these little dates where she's where they're eating humans she's forced to eat human meat because part of this her trying to connect to him she acts is, like she likes it she yeah she's like she's she's like well what does it taste like like i want to try it so then he like takes her on these like little mini dates Ugh. and she he serves her literally the women that are trapped next to her like and it's and she playing into it makes these jokes with him that are so crass but also you can't help but laugh because it's so fucking weird and uncomfortable it is so odd like Like, at one point he serves her breast meat and then she starts like laughing uncontrollably and he's like what 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 is it she was like oh my god this is so bad i shouldn't even say it and he's like no what and she's like you saved the breast to last (laughs) which is like it is funny, but it's so fucked up. It was so dramatic because they're literally talking like they do like this five course meal and they're yes. literally talking about the names of the women yes. they're eating, because, the body yes, parts, like the all day this stuff. before when he fed her first, it, she asked, you know, who who is this? And he goes, oh, it's her name is Hope. And she was like, you know, oh, well, that's, that's not ironic. Fitting. Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah, like, yeah, that's she's ironic. Like, oh, my God. And you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. And then the second day, she's like, who is this now? And he's like, oh, like, uh, what does he say? Joy? Yeah, like, jo- oh, Melissa. It was oh, Melissa. Right. And then she makes a joke and she was like, oh, you would think with someone that were eating her, like, liver, like, because they're eating liver pate, she's like, that she her, she would have a name like Joy. And then he's like, laughs. And he was like, well, we'll have a little hope tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, he said there's plenty of hope left uh, jesus christ but what's great is you know they get he thinks that she's getting more romantic with him again that he she's really into him again they start having sex again and this as soon as they start having sex because for a minute you almost believe that she is because she's playing it really playing well. It well. Like you're like, maybe she is getting yeah. into this whole at eating. At one point, she's crying, and then she's like, "I feel awful," and you're like, "Oh shit, she's breaking." But then she goes, "Oh, I feel awful because I don't feel awful." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh Ooh, my god, is she, she actually into this?" Maybe this is gonna get weird. And yes. then, and then when they started, as soon as they went to the back to the room, and started having sex. I was yeah. like, "She's gonna fuck this guy up." And Same. bit his dick off. And I was like, yeah. Yep. Did, she, bite, like, did she bite it off? Or no, she didn't bite it off because he would definitely have been dead. Yeah. Um, but she basically bit into his dick enough to like di- like incapacitate him. And she had toothpaste on her hands that she rubbed into his eyes. I thought that was an odd It was a weird choice. choice. Yeah. So my thing was when I was first seeing this scene culminate before I knew she was going to go down on him, I was like, what I would do in the situation is make sure I'm on top and then I gouge his fucking eyes out with That'd my thumbs. That'd be a good thumbs. call. I know. Because even he, if he's not like incredibly dead, hurt. But he can't see. Dead, he can't fucking see Exactly. You. I know. Do? Listen, this is this is the things that I think about. <laughs> um, but no, it's it, so she, yeah, she like bites into his dick, which honestly gave me so much satisfaction. But I was also like, that's not enough. And so she runs and she releases the girls, Penny. Um, and then that's when she finds Molly is there. Yes. Um, and so now it's the three of them. Penny has one leg. 
Oh, that was, I, oh and, and this is, oh, we forgot to mention this. This is uh, the actress from Kim's Convenience. Uh, yes. Oh, I, I don't God, have her name written down, but she's uh, the daughter in that show. Really yeah. like her acting, uh, but she doesn't get a lot of play in this in this whole no, movie. No, she's a lot of voiceover work. Voiceover, um, yeah, because they're talking through the they're wall. The wall. A lot of the time. They, they never show you her until she escapes. But anyways, it's like the three of them, and then eventually he like gets his way out of the room, and he like goes to fight them. Oddly <laughs> fast, like. I, this, I have this someone. problem in Hollywood, like, for guys, one, for guys to get hit in the balls, like, hard. I'm not yeah. talking like, oh, you got tapped. Like, people get kicked in the balls in Hollywood movies, she and they shoot up. crunched he, down on his penis. There is, that thing is probably, sep- like, like not completely off, but it is a big chunk out There's of it. There's probably some There was something a lot centered. of blood, and, yeah. like, he just bounces up after maybe two minutes. I'm like, no, 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 no. Men no. are weak. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but like it's like three against one and you it seems like they get the upper hand quite a few times but still somehow fuck it up until Molly beats him with a meat tenderizer which felt very fitting in but- the kitchen so they're in the kitchen having this fight and I, I wrote it down because I wrote it down because as soon as they turned around I was like they didn't double tap they did yes, not double I said, tap yeah, I said should have kept beating his ass with the meat tenderizer the first time you know it's funny so this <laughs> is another humorous ro- moment that I just fucking lost my mind on. They, when they're escaping, they have to go from the downstairs to the upstairs. Oh my god! And they had to throw the one-legged girl and the into waiter. the because <laughs> she can't. And she pops out and like I think stabs him or punches him. I think at she one point. kicks him with her one leg. And then and then she jumps out <laughs> and then like realizes she has one leg and immediately and collapses. She's like ah, and I'm like oh my god. Yeah, pretty good though. But also a great moment that. Uh, so the bartender, essentially, because Molly had shared her location with him uh, right before she left because she was like, in case things go sideways. So at first, he's kind of like, okay, whatever. But oh, then, and he comes to the house. Yeah. So like, yeah, he doesn't hear from her. So then he's like, decides to go where she goes. And he's like, the fuck am I? And then he hears gunshots because at this point, Steve is out of the house with like, obviously, because they didn't kill him with the meat tenderizer. And he starts firing off a fucking gun randomly into the dark. And so the bartender like, hears the gunshots. He's like, oh, I wrote it down. He was like, nah, fuck this shit. <laughs> and Lee's and he was like, I seen this movie. This is how I die. And like drives off. And I was like, honestly, though, I'm not mad at him. I mean, that's that's a that's a nod to black people dying, especially black men dying first, right? Yeah. Like that's a hundred percent. I only fact that we just saw it happen before with Molly. Because if oh, Molly yeah. hadn't gone to find her friend, then she wouldn't be in the situation either. So I actually thought that was like a really funny moment and also nice because my first thought when he pulled up was like, oh now he's gonna fucking die. I do appreciate though the second time there's a conversation outside so Steve gets a gun, there's a whole struggle and everything that they do double tap him when they yes. finally get him down at um, the end. And I one was of like, my favorite lines is Penny. She says, Hey you fucking half dick <laughs> <laughs> and then they curb stomp his ass like they like legit like it's like a gang like fight like they're just literally beating the shit out of him until noah shoots him in the face but then the weirdest thing happens i'm sorry but this was like the oh oh i know you're gonna, thing. Yeah. yeah and the wife comes to the house sees everything that's happened finds steve's dead body and then what pisses me off is noah and penny and molly like all escape but then fucking Noah's like I gotta go back for my phone yeah that was so weird like the separation there I didn't even I had to rewind it because I was like why the fuck are they separated they just killed even Molly was like why like don't go back there like don't go back there and I knew it was gonna happen I knew there was gonna be a confrontation between the wife and her but like that didn't even make it it wasn't needed it wasn't needed like at all yeah so then like Molly ends up having to save her she kills Anne and then it's the two of them and like sit down on this tree and then like they're laughing (laughs) 
um, until and then the like it starts playing fucking the yeah 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 is like off with your head and then it like the camera pans down to Noah's phone and there's a goddamn text message from, from Chad. fucking Chad that says you up that it was a perfect way to end Josh, like, like the you and I up. wrote men are the worst. <laughs> I was like, I almost wrote it off at the end because I was like, God, this fucking song again. I think we talked about it last episode. I was it was like, the trailer this song. fucking song again. And then I, I was like, and then when they panned down into the phone, I was like, okay, you yeah. got me back. I was like, like not Chad texting for a hookup. <laughs> so, so where do you rate this, Jane? Where do you rate this movie? You know what? This is a gem for me. Yeah, I think I, I'm on the same page. Like I don't think yeah. there's anything more to say. Like this is, it exceeded my expectations in what it was. Same, and it was creative. It's a fun movie. Like yeah. I would totally watch. I would totally yeah. watch this again. At some it's, point. it's you know it's a little gory in terms of obviously you're watching people being sure. eaten, but like overall, like I think the plot worked really well. There was really good humor interspersed. It was well acted. Yes, by even the characters I didn't know, even the actors yeah. I didn't know, it was well acted. Sebastian Stan, I think, was great. As oh, this, amazing! Like, because he was so casual about everything he was doing. Yeah. Like, he didn't think anything of it was a big deal. Nothing he was, was like, out of the ordinary. Yeah. It was just, it was like the most casual. Even thing when to he be talks about how he became a cannibal, he was like, "Oh, you know, I just eight or nineteen. I tried it, and you know, I felt bad about it. But then I realized that you know, there's a market out here for this, and uh, just, other people like, want to eat this. It's like it, people selling drugs. Like, it's like he was selling yeah. weed. Like, it was like no big fucking deal. Yeah, like, he was like, oh yeah, because then she asked like, who else is doing this, and he's like, the one percent of the one percent they want what other people can't get you know it's funny someone actually did the math on that like what that would be in terms of human population yeah that's seven hundred thousand people gross that's that's great i was like i think they overshot the number there but still like that's that would be a lot of people that would be eating people, people. well <clears throat> listen i i literally would put money on ellen and jeff having eaten people like yeah. ellen musk and jeff bezos i 100 yeah. think that they've tried human meat 100 percent. i have zero doubt in my mind like they, they've Same. eaten giraffe brain they've eaten fucking elephant all, they've eaten all of it. they're human. literally the guy from upload yes yeah like i, I feel like that's and anyone that has that much money you've you've done it all you've tasted it Do all you think you've that they have they think they hunt people on a private island probably <laughs> i mean there's probably a place for that let's be honest like you know like they're they're, they're like and have 100% done it. And like, they have no, the like, most dangerous they don't even think about it. They just like mention it on, on Sunday brunch. They're like, oh, remember that time? Like, that was really funny. Like, remember that guy? And it's like not even about like the killing people. It's a, they're just like, remember he fell funny? Like, like that's what they're talking about. No, like, that's, it's, yeah, yeah. Like that movie, The Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're so morbid. <laughs> no more. But it's probably true. Yeah. But it's probably true. Pro- like, yeah. Pro- I mean, pro- probably on. true. Like, eat the rich. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, that was our review of Fresh. It's streaming now on Hulu. Definitely go watch it. It's it's worth it. So that's about it. Yeah. It's about giving. Giving yourself over to somebody. Becoming one forever. That's love. It's a straight girl's fantasy come true, right? And once again, that was our movie review of Fresh. Streaming on Hulu and Jade, you know, we were talking about this a little bit last week. Elevated horror yeah. was the term that came up in Scream. Yes. Do you think Fresh is elevated horror? Hmm. I don't know. I don't think so. I think they use a lot of traditional, like, I think horror. So it's like there's the grotesque. Um, there's not necessarily jump scares, but it's like simple attacks. Like, I don't know. There's nothing that's like that feels like insidious or like subversive necessarily. Like, it feels a little slasher, you know, yeah. To me. But what, what do you think about like we were looking this up because we're like, oh, let's pick some 
movies that we think are elevated horror, but there's a lot of controversy about yes, this in I the noticed that. horror genre. Like what do you what do you think about the term elevated horror? I like I understand it as a term or as a concept, but I think I'm in agreement with the people that think that it's not something that really should exist because at the end of the day, I think horror is kind of a genre that gets overlooked anyways, and I think there's 100%. Yeah. And I think there's such incredible work inside of the horror genre and there's so many things that I think are said in a lot of horror films. Like people it's almost a commentary a lot of the times. Um and so I feel like to say like one is more like elevated or better or I, I guess like more worthy of like film or words, I think is kind of a, a crappy way to like compare, you know? I don't know. No, I agree. I you know, as I was thinking about it more and I was reading some articles about it, you know, I can totally understand the viewpoint of I think it just it's not that the problem isn't that we're saying that these movies are good or elevated. It's the fact that you're saying everything else in the horror genre is yes, bad because right. it's a slasher or because That's what it makes it seem yeah. like, yeah. Which is not necessarily the case. I mean, th- there's plenty of movies that are mediocre in, I feel like, any genre that are still great, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly, of course. Still fun and interesting. Like, you know, some of the original, even Friday the 13th, it's not like they were incredibly high budget, but they're no. classic. Like, they're It's a good slasher, yeah. 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 Even some of the, like, you know, cheaper, and I think that's where horror gets a bad rap you know in any other genre mm-hmm. if you do a drama or if you do a comedy and you do it low budget or indie yeah you're celebrated you're yes, celebrated as right. a success when you go low budget on horror that's just expected because yeah it's not viewed as that big of a deal yeah well and then a lot of people even downplay that they're like oh it's just like a cheap horror movie and i'm like sometimes those are honestly the best for me like personally i love a lot of what blumhouse puts out and they're kind of known for being very low budget but yeah. I think they do a pretty good job. Yeah, it could be hit or miss sometimes, but just because it's low budget doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. Well, anyway, even though we just had a philosophical discussion, we went ahead (laughs) and made a list of movies that we enjoy that are elevated horror. And I'll let you kick things off, Jade, with the first thing on your list. We just picked three movies here that we thought fit kind of this mold of elevated horror. Yeah, so this is in no particular order for me, but uh, the first on my list is Midsommar. I love this movie. Yes. I know you weren't the big, as big of a fan, but I, I love this film. It's I didn't enjoy the plot. To me, that wasn't enjoyable. But okay. in terms of cinematography, acting, I think the way this film takes these moments and makes you feel on edge without it being this very obvious like gore horror film i think is what makes it such a great movie and there's honestly very little gore in this yeah but it's still terrifying yeah right exactly they do this incredible job with this building of tension with sounds and and kind of like even color and movement it's a very oversaturated they use like lighting is is very strong in, in the way that they frame things like i don't know it's just it's this very unique take on this weird cult idea that does ultimately lead to death but i my favorite part of the previous part in that whole movie for me is where she's in the hut and they're doing the breathing and the crying oh, together. Like yes. that scene is seared into my brain, and I'm like, that creeps me out. Terrifying. Like, oh my god, terrifying. Like it's 
that goes beyond when they, cult is it like and, when they cry with her oh yeah and they do it all in unison it's like uh, it's it, it, like as we're talking yeah, it, about it, it i'm ter- getting like goosebumps like that habit i'd be like i'm gonna die i'm gonna die yes here. immediately you're like this we're, is the fucking scariest thing i've ever seen yes. in my entire life like, i feel like i need a- to leave anything else leading up to that even all the other creepy stuff that you've seen you can almost like write off but like that like even the people throwing themselves off the fucking cliff like well, because you're like, yeah, you're like, that's weird. That's weird. But also, it's it's viewed like as um like anthropo- like anthropological scope of sure. like this is just their custom, and you just kind of are but observing that. I'd be like, I'm good. Yeah, dying. I'd be like mm. dead, dead. Well, I'm going to start off. I think a little untraditionally here because <laughs> I struggled with three. There were two that I knew for sure that I I wanted to talk about, but uh, I think one movie that's over looked a little bit in this maybe subgenre and I think it fits is Us. Ooh, yes. You know, this was a movie that honestly I watched on a plane and I was like this is dumb and I it was one of those where I didn't have enough time to finish it so I actually went out and this is when I was still doing Redbox for whatever reason. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And I got it at Redbox and it was funny. It was like, "Hey, you can rent this movie for $3 or you can buy it for like 250." It was something stupid like I was like, "So I have the DVD still." Oh my god. Um it was so I liked it until the ending kind of lost it for me a little bit. Yeah, I was like, it was my they, favorite. They go into the whole thing, but like, it is suspenseful and like the whole part, especially in the beginning where the little girl gets lost and she goes through that terrifying. I hate kids in horror movies. Oh, they, they're the creepiest. they're the creepiest. Yes. But when she gets lost under that boardwalk yeah. and then she comes back and you're like, something's off. It's I don't know what it is. Something's fucking weird. That made the thing grabs her. The like, hair on the like back of my neck stand up. Because as a kid, even as an adult, I'll argue, but especially as a kid, like there's something I think for most of us about dark places or unfamiliar places. And there's this I used to have this recurring nightmare as a kid of like things in the darkness that I couldn't see. Oh yeah. Grabbing me or swooping down I'd and too. picking me up like it would rip my sister out from like uh, it would come under the bed and like pull my sister I, down in like under the bed my, my my grandparents had a lot of old rugs like in there so I always had these dreams of walking through their house and like something pulling me under one of the rugs like, Ooh, and it reminded no. me of that like that whole opening scene and I was yeah. like uh. yeah. I, I do like the fact that they kind of teased it with at the end that she would have been like the opposite person right yeah but like I what I hated about it was we got I feel like I got too much explanation of like this alternate universe. And I was like, I, I didn't actually really wanted want less. Same. I wanted less. I was like, I don't need all this. Yeah, it's it, funny. It, it makes it less scary. Because it's like, I feel like I talked to other people about this. Some people really love it. And I feel like, uh, like other people like us feel like less is more in yeah. terms of like, I would rather be something's unexplained because that's eerier for me it almost felt like they were trying to go for a sequel which i don't think they've done and like i was like oh maybe that's why they're explaining so much but after i was like i didn't need all this backstory it's unnecessary you just want it to be it's just it already works just being eerie and creepy and knowing that there's this like other and and elizabeth moss is like randomly in this movie right I, yeah. Like, she's, like, one of the, the friends or something. I remember she had, like, a character for a while, and I was like, why is... Okay, cool. I mean, she stabs someone, kills someone. You know? Maybe she was, like, just on set. Well, she was an invisible man, I guess. <laughs> I was I, thinking. Yeah, I was like, yeah. maybe she was just, like, <laughs> like filming, like, you know, like, the lot yeah, next door. Like, you know how to look, like, terrifying. And, yeah. yeah. You, do, you cry a lot. Do the Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> do the face. Do the... Okay. <laughs> What's next on your list, Jane? Um, yeah, so next on my list, if I can get it to pull up on my phone, <laughs> is um, another Jordan Peele movie, actually, Get Out. Oh, which yeah. is 
That's the Jordan Peele movie everyone thinks of, and I I love it. Yes. I love this. Get out. Um, Obviously, I think it's just his first and his best, but um, this one is one that, like, really, I think, took a spin on the genre, especially, like, coming from the black perspective of, like, Jordan Peele and the way that this story is framed. I mean... There's so many moments that like are just so terrifying. Like when, oh God, the the one guy like just starts running directly at him and then <sighs> quickly like about faces. Like, I don't know why, but that freaked me out. Especially because it's like it comes out of the darkness, like out of nowhere. And it's just, so fast. It's like and a 90 degree turn. It's like boom, the other way. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then like the the one lady when she starts like crying, but she's like happy. Like her face is just like it, the whole thing. And then, like, nothing gave me the worst heebie-jeebies than, like, the fact that when you learn exactly what's going on and that they're selling them mm-hmm. and then the, he's being hypnotized and he can't feel anything. He's watching everything happen. Like, it, there's just so many moments that I'm, like, it, like, made my skin crawl. I, I think know? the classic scene for me is the one that's always in, like, the trailers and everything for this movie is the one where the guy has that moment of clarity. He, like, he breaks for a second and tells <gasps> him to get... Yeah. And, like, because he has Because it's, it's, it's not oh. even the moment that he starts screaming. It's the moment that, like, you can see his face just, like, completely frozen. Yes. And yet there's so much emotion. You're yes. like, oh, my God, this is fucking the, terrifying. Well, and and no one's saying anything. No. And, like, that's probably the the, the face acting, the emotional yes. acting in this is incredible. Like, absolutely incredible. So, you know, we didn't explain what elevated horror is. And I'm going to read uh, an explanation okay. here. <laughs> yeah, I just thought about this. So it's it's a subgenre, which we said, that relies on dramatic elements and overarching themes instead of slashers, jump scares, or, you know, gore fest. Kind so... Of. Where did you get the explanation from? I literally just pulled it from Google, the first thing that I saw. <laughs> so I think that is word for word, literally what what's her face Tara says in Scream. Because when you Someone also just Googled this, didn't they, to write the script? A hundred percent because when you also Google elevated horror movies to look at movies, the first four movies that is listed on Google are the four movies that she also lists. Well, I'm going to go ahead because the first thing that jumped into my mind, even though we did watch Scream, <laughs> was the Babadook. Like, I mean, I, yeah, I they're was, not wrong. I was early on the Babadook, one of the few movies I was. And like, I remember telling people about this movie. No one knew what the fuck I was talking about for the longest time. And then all of a sudden it was like a year later, everyone had seen the Babadook. Yes, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, where were you guys? I watched this a whole year ago. Like, Australian, I was talking about this. And then I would tell people about, like, well, what do you think about the, you know, the undertones of this whole thing about loss and grief? And they're yeah. like, what do you mean? And I'm like, That's the did whole... you not watch the fucking movie? Yeah, like, no. like, people didn't get it. They're just like, oh, it's this creepy, like, thing. And I'm yeah, like. Yeah, they think it's a service level, no, like, yeah, it's not creepy just entity. this horror movie. Like, the Babadook literally symbolizes her, like, losing her husband. Yes. Like, and the child having to grow up and deal through the emotions of losing his father at a young age. Like, but still it's creepy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, it's yeah. still kind of a horror movie, but like, and then of course the Babadook became, you know, gay icon. Gay yeah. icon. Yes. And it is Pride Weekend, so it's fitting. <laughs> it is fitting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I love that because that still creeps me out. It's not even the Babadook stuff that creeps me out of that movie. The, the scene that still freaks me the fuck out is when the child is just uncontrollably oh, stop, stop. screaming in I the car. I hate that so much. <gasps> Honestly. Creepy. Children are creepy. I told you. Cre- cre- creepy. Like, yeah. that still freaks me out. Like, I think about that and I'm like, that's the most terrifying scene in the whole fucking movie. Oh my God. Honestly, in the same vein of that, and it's not a movie, but the Haunting of Hill House, the car scene as well, when the ghost... <sighs> They're like in the middle of arguing, and the ghost like pops up between them and yes. like screams. Like yes. that. Nope. S- Ugh. Nope. 
killed me. Nope. <laughs> Ter- terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> um, well, yeah. What's next so, on your list? All right. Uh, oh, wait. Are you, oh, no, you just did Babadook. I did oh, Babadook. I did Babadook. <laughs> We're all over the place. Um, Parasite. So that's my, my last oh. one. Parasite. Yes. Um, Some people wouldn't qualify this as a horror movie. I, I know. Think. I kind of went back and forth on if this works. But honestly, I think that's where the whole movie leads up to, right? Is, you know, and I think horror basically as a film genre encompasses thriller slasher kind of you know so i think parasite fits it's again it's it's this insidious story it has overarching themes it's about class and you know and these different kind of like it's they use literally physical levels to explain the different class like Mm. they the family lives in a basement level that they get flooded when it rains and then the man that lives in the basement as well who you know is basically living off of you know for free like off of this family like there's so many things that they're saying in this and yet there's all these creepy moments because Oh God! Nothing freaks me out more than when the little boy talks about seeing the man at the top of the stairs, and then they show it, and oh, the way it's like filmed, and the whole thing just creeps me out. And like from that moment on, you realize that there's something darker at play here. Yes. And the way the rest of the movie unfolds, like nothing. I was so on edge when the family was like all in the house and like using the house as if it was their own, and then the the real family came back and they had to like hide and they're like under the couch and like, and there's, I'm just, I was like on edge the whole time. And I'm like, Oh my God, it's like something bad. Something bad is going to happen. Like, Oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Eventually does. Yeah. So, and then then the lead up, the buildup to it, it's, it's unexpected and there's, there's just really great commentary and, yeah, I just think it's really well done. So the last one for me, like you would think, and we're leaving a lot off these lists. If we had longer lists, we'd probably add things. You know, one yes. thing that I feel like is on every elevated horror list is The Witch. Yes. But, Jade, I'm, I haven't made it through The Witch. I, I haven't. And it just feels... I have never finished it. Oh, my God. See, like, I, I don't know what it is because I know everyone says it's great. It's the thing they point to when they talk about art house, horror... I don't know what it is about the movie. I just, every time I go past it, I'm like, I need to watch it. It's on the list I have. I I just can't no, bring myself to watch it. I got about halfway through and I it was just so slow for me in terms of slow. like, yeah, like I wanted more creepy, horrible, bad things to be happening to get me into the action. And I just felt like they were trying to build up to the like horror and yeah. it just wasn't, it wasn't enough for me. To well, keep me going. That's why it's not on my list, Jade. Uh, what <laughs> is on my list is It Follows. Ooh, like, that, good choice. That movie, I'm always shocked when people say they like horror movies at the amount of people that haven't seen that movie because yeah. it is so simple. It's it's like one of the it, it's like paranormal activity for me, like a more high budget paranormal activity because yeah. it, it's such a simple idea and concept, yet it's so well executed. Like mm-hmm. it. At first, it almost seems like a joke. Like, I remember when it first starts. And that's kind of how the characters view it. They're yes. like, they're yeah. like, oh, what? There's this thing. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Like, that's, stay away from me. Like, you know, whatever. And then as it gets closer and closer and things start to happen and you're like, Ugh. and then it gets passed on. You're like, holy oh Josh, fuck. I watched this in theaters and I think oh my by God. the end, my whole body was like up in the seat. It just like, gets scarier. Yes. Like for, it, like, it's like, you, and you don't expect it. You no. don't expect it to get scarier and it does. And you're just like, yeah. By the end, I remember being terrified. Like, Same. I remember like terrified. walking out of the theater like, fuck me. Yeah. Like, I can't go to bed tonight. <laughs> I watched this like, I think a year or two after it came out. Like, I didn't oh even watch God. it when it did come out. And like, I was like, why haven't I, 
why have I not heard more buzz about this movie? Like, this is probably one of the best horror movies I've seen oh my in, God. in years. Well, I'd watch it because I think at the time, one of my friends, like, that was that's her favorite genre is horror. And she was, like, raving about it since she saw the trailer. And she's like, we have to see these best in the theaters. It was great. Yeah, I remember seeing the trailers and being, I don't get it. The stupid. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I went back and watched trailers and I was like, this looks yeah. fucking dumb. Like, Until it's I was, stupid. Yeah, and after I like, got out of theater, I was like, more people should be talking about this. Like, I don't understand why it's no terrifying. one's watching this. Absolutely yeah. terrifying. Because like I said, it's laughable in the beginning. Ugh. And I don't get scared very easily from no. like scary movies. I watch, I watch a lot of horror yeah. stuff and like there's very few things where I go, oh my God, I'm yeah. fucking yeah. terrified. Paranormal like, activity is one that still scares the shit out of me to this day. Jane, I watched that during the pandemic, like in 2020, again, just to see if it was as... It's... It, it's I insane. can't sleep after, no. and that's very rare for me. The fucking, you know what still gets me, Jade, is it's that last. Well, two things: the standing over the bed, Ugh. the standing over the fucking bed, no, I and hate then it. I hate it. that moment where everything falls to shit, and he walks out of the room and then gets thrown back. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, oh my fucking god! Is when the sheet just slowly starts to get pulled <gasps> off him. It's like those. It's the small moments that, like, when you realize this entity is real and you can't see it and they're not these big huge acts of like you know scary things happening it's like these little tiny things that just show you that there is something there that fucking terrified like i'm getting full body Jesus. chills yeah. talking I'm not about gonna it go to bed i'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna watch like the some ghost in your attic is yeah. like <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you know what ghost in the attic still less scary than it follows or paranormal activity oh my god yeah. absolutely it's, it's fine i've been here three years it's fine. You're fine. They're besties. Totally fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Jade, uh, you know, uh, where can people find us here on the uh, show? You guys can follow us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also find us on OurTasteIsTrash.com. Well, we're still up in the air about what we're going to watch next week. But uh, you know what? To make ourselves do Facebook posts and social media posts, we're going to post it on our channels so you can find out, follow us, and find out what we're going to be reviewing next week. To get ourselves a treat.